Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. I'm Mick Fanning and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's that time of the week again. Time for the Jack Lynx Beef Jerky 365 Days of Sport radio show. Happy Tuesday, everybody! <laughs> Happy Tuesday, Beef. How are yeah. we going? The Beef Man, Beef Chops, Beef Stock. What's your favourite, besides Beef Jerky, obviously that's your favourite. <laughs> yes. What is your favourite beef type of beef? Type of beef. Uh, in what format yeah. would you prefer beef to be delivered to you? Uh, beef Balti. What's that? Curry. Beef Balti oh, Curry. mate. Beef Balti Curry is yeah. probably the best. Especially there's one particular establishment in Northcote. Okay. Weirdly enough, that does yeah. I, you've mentioned possibly the best Balti Is Balti in... a place in India? Um, no, Balti is a, a dish. In and it's kind of a uh, northern Indian dish, I think. Okay. But mm. Balti must be a place, surely. Possibly. I've never really looked into it why it's called Balti. I'll be honest with you. I thought it was might be to do with the Balti dish that it, or the, the kind of Balti pan that mm-hmm. they serve it in, but uh, it must be named after something, Rob. That's your favourite beef time. I think it is. Yeah. Apart from is. just your own time in your own company, <laughs> well, any time with the beef is a great time. Is that what you say? <laughs> I wish it was. Yeah. I wish it was. Any time yeah. with the beef is a great time. I, yeah. uh, I'm not sure that's possibly the case. Well, who knows? Yeah. Well, that's today, for other uh, people to judge, Rob. Well, today's a remarkable day, Beefy. Is it? Do you want to know why? Why is it a remarkable it, it's day? It's the Rob? first time since roughly about the 1st of May 2016 yes. that we're both unemployed. True. <laughs> Congratulations. It's great to be part of the team. <laughs> Have you notified Centrelink yet, Rob? <laughs> I'm not sure if I get the I get the my New Zealand roots allow me for Centrelink. I'm sure that's I think because because well, think... because of COVID they relax stuff, oh, yeah, so I can yeah, claim yeah. the COVID probably. I don't right. know. Yeah, well, not, 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 not 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 in a rush to do these things. Well. Not not top of the heap to go straight into the. I mean, I'll fit the stereotype of the lazy New Zealander that's gone into the. You're just going to wear flip flops every day of the year. <laughs> I just I don't think I'll get need to get to that point. I would have been no pants. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I've sort of been doing that a fair bit lately. Anyway, yeah. um, talking about New Zealand, it's more of a summertime stay at home thing. No oh, pants. It? it doesn't work so well in the winter. A bit cold. It's not, it's not that cold. My place is cold. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. Talking about New Zealand, it's a rather serious one. We've got to wish Chris Cairns all the best. What's happened to Chris it's Cairns? a massive uh, medical episode last few days on life support. Oh, gosh. Didn't realise he was living in Canberra. So he's, he's been in hospital. He's had quite a few operations over the past couple of days. They're moving him to Sydney tomorrow right. to try and save his life. So uh, gosh. hopefully Chris Cairns pulls through. There's no further detail as to what not, the... Uh... Not quite yet. It just says uh, the report... I read medical episode. Okay. So uh, yeah. So okay. Chris Cairns, one of the uh, one of the best all rounders to come out in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, he certainly was. So it was always uh, if, as long as Chris Cairns was still to bat, you always felt like you had a chance. Yeah. One of those type of players. One of them. One yeah. of those players. Probably like when you're on the team. Yes. If Beefy's still got to come in, we got yeah. a chance. Is that what they think? How's this right? Oh, here we go. No, <laughs> this is no joke. <laughs> I don't know whether the mild man's getting dementia or what. Yeah. Right? They're cleaning out the, their house up there in Brisbane. Yeah. Because they're having a new floor put in, right? So okay. they're moving stuff around. Yeah. He goes, um, oh, we found these newspaper reports of, of you. And I say, oh, yeah. And he goes, uh, when you got 100 for, um, you know, Helensville. Yeah. He goes, I didn't realise you got it at number 11. Oh, come on. How many times have you told that story? <laughs> 
Exactly. I mean, I, I've seen it posted on Facebook that many times. Yeah. Uh, how, how could he miss it? How could he not I know that? do not... He just said, oh, I didn't realise you got it at number 11. And I went, yes, you did. Yeah. Everyone in the world knows. <laughs> but no, he, he, I don't know. I Like I said. John's is not quite, not quite there at the moment. <laughs> He's, he's in decline. I think the uh, Queensland lockdown has yeah. got him uh, got him a bit befuddled. Sure. So, uh, yeah, they found a newspaper report about me getting 100 at number 11. Okay. One of the only instances. Well, in- I'm glad you found an opportunity to bring it up again. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I yeah. thought I'd squeeze it in there. Yeah, just squeeze it in. So, um, what else have you been doing with yourself, Rob, now that um, you've, uh, you've well, got used to explore? I got the quaddy on the Saturday. On Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. there's some Although, things. unfortunately, it didn't pay great. So, didn't I only... Four only, favourites. Yeah, uh, not four. Full favourites, but more. And the, and the worst thing was the dollar sixty favourite one. And I had I had two horses in that one, and they were in a head bobber for the line. Oh. They, they, were, they were two way out in front, and, I, and the other one was paying sixteen bucks, oh. and and it was an absolute head bobber. Right. Yeah. So I just got up on that one. Um, in the last leg, I will also say at the last minute, I only just chucked in the horse that ended up winning. It was I didn't have him, and then I didn't up taking. Right. Anyway, it wasn't much. Basically, doubled my money. It wasn't wasn't that oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's too many too many tokens. Well, it's good to get a winner though it's good to get a winner you can tell people you've won the quaddy yeah and sports bet send me another free 20 bucks other agencies are available (laughs) (laughs) oh i just gotta make sure yeah 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 yeah, of course i would never just go and no No. just plug them just for a laugh no uh, yeah Yeah. there are lots of online betting agencies there's loads of them loads Loads. make up your own mind people don't be influenced or swayed by my words or beefies or all my Saturday's inclinations. Um, you know, I, I, am I allowed to tell people that I like drinking Guinness or do I say stout? Can I uh, say... No, you can say you like drinking Guinness. Yeah. So what's the difference then? Other stouts are available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Fantastic. Actually, I'm going to be honest. There's not many other stouts that are available, yeah. to be honest. Sure. I think there's one in... Uh, do they still do the Invalid in Melbourne? Um, they got... There's strong. that Cooper's one. The, oh, the, the Cooper's, Cooper's one? The, the yellow box. I, I don't like any others at all, really. Uh, yeah, no. What's so. what's Kilkenny then? That's a bitter, but it's kind of got that frothy thing about it. Yeah, but it's a it's a bit. It's not a lager. It's, it's not a like... fizzy. It's okay. A, yeah, it's a bit like a traditional ale, I yeah. guess we call yeah. it in Britain, but not a real okay. ale, yep. just an ale. Well, I, I was flying through the Guinness about three hours ago, but I, of course had to stop, so I had to, had to drive here. Yeah, have Beamish some used to be uh, used to be one. Uh, Beamish, Beamish, that was a good one. Murphy's, Murphy's. I remember Murphy's yes. certainly. Uh, to be honest, there hasn't been too many other really yeah. good commercial stouts no. sticking around. No, I came across one. Do you remember when we were in Boulder, Colorado? Oh, yeah. And I went across to that tap house across the road. Something I grabbed off there, off the tap, was a ripper. The same texture as Guinness. Oh. Uh, it might have been a touch sweeter. Okay. Also, yeah, it was very, very good. Can't remember. You that. brought someone up last week, week before, about porters, but they're not a true stout either. They're just a dark no. ale. Okay. Well, I won't, I won't like get I said, that wrong again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, there is an Australian one. It's called Invalid. Yeah. But it's oh, quite, that's it's quite, a strange it's name. It's quite strong. Isn't an invalid like quite an insult? Like yes, a, a, a halfwit? A, like a, no, well, a moron? Somebody that's disabled, I think. Is oh, an okay, right. Interesting choice. Yeah. I don't know why it's called Invalid Rob. I okay. haven't really looked into it. It's uh, we'd have to get someone on from whatever brewery that came out of. Is there someone physically challenged? Yes, yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely someone physically challenged. Okay. I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I can't think of any other Australian ones to be honest. Mm-hmm. How are you doing since the Olympics? 
Well, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's okay. Did you know it was Australia's most successful Olympics ever? Well, I don't think it is. Yeah, I think it was. But, I heard well, them say it, it on the radio. How you measure it? Well, they I got guess. this seventeen golds or something. Yeah, but they, and got, they got the, they got eighteen uh, golds in Sydney, didn't they? I don't know. Well, they got more total medals. I than think they? they got the most total medals okay. this time around. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of things mm. you can measure it by. Yeah, in the medal table. Obviously, they go by goals. Mm. We just missed out the top 10 in New Zealand. 7767 seven, we had for a total is, of 20, is that I believe. New Zealand's most successful Olympics? Um, no. Oh. I think either, I think the last one or the one before. Right. There's one we got 10 goals and I think we finished. Oh, was uh, that when Daniel Loder no, just No, no, no. Way it. after that. It was, um, or was it maybe Athens or something? Right. I think it was when Hamish Carter won that year in oh, Athens, 2004. I know Is that when one you got year one and thir- first and third in a triathlon, Rob? First and third. We did get first and third. Oh, Spot man. on. Did you, do, did you have that in the quiz, did you? I think you did ask me yeah, that once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, what was the um, run score difference between England and New Zealand in, in the lowest score ever, 26 match in oh, the first innings? 100, 100. Well, come on. 150, wasn't it? No, the difference in score. Difference in score. But first innings lead for England. Oh. 180. Oh, come on. You weren't listening, you see. You were too busy getting annoyed at the question. You didn't pay attention to the answer. 200. 46. 46. I wouldn't have got that. We were all out for 200. They made 246. Ah, okay. Yeah. There might be some cricket questions coming up in the quiz this week. You're a World Cup football. <laughs> Again, you've gone back to that old chestnut. Yeah. Actually, I saw a news report come up today talking about World Cup football. Don't start researching in the breaks. No, no, no. Going through no, no. War- um, Uruguay have been, you know, if you win the World Cup yeah. in international football, you, yeah. you get a star. Yep. On your shirt, right? Yep. Now, Uruguay won in 1930. 1930, the first ever World Cup when Uruguay won. I believe I got that question uh, one time for yeah. me in the quiz. Yeah, yeah. And 1950. I didn't know that. But there were some kind of unofficial World Cups before. Dodgy and, ones. Yeah, which Uruguay won as well. So they've been parading around with these four stars. Oh, and, that's and dodgy. And FIFA have come up to them and said... Rubbish. You need to get rid of two stars. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, a, two, you're a two-star show, not a four-star show. Exactly. Yeah. So Uruguay aren't happy about this. Okay. And the first World Cup, in fact, this one of the questions you, you have asked previously, was by invitation only. The first World Cup? Yeah, 1930. So you didn't even have to qualify. You just got asked to come if you wanted to come. If you, if you had the right vibe, if you knew the right people, if you the old the doorman right would get a wink and a nod, yeah, the doorman yeah, yeah. slip him a 20 and you're in. Yeah. Interesting, so, interesting qualifying. And officially as well, I think, the first World Cup was won by Bishop Stortford, which was an <laughs> amateur club team in the north of England. Yeah. Um, well, i got to wonder if this is still kind of happening now that Qatar got it. Are they going to cancel that World Cup yet? Because uh, it's going to be rubbish. Why would you want to play it's in Qatar? next year, Rob. Is there still no beer? Yes. What? I mean, that's a There's rubbish. No, that, that's uh, a reason alone to cancel it. No gay uh, gay sexual No relations. gays. No beer and no gays. Yeah. I mean, those are two fundamentals. And not only that, the dates of the World Cup are like November the 9th through to December, third week in December. That's right in the middle of nearly Every domestic football season in the world. Very poorly. So you have through. to release your players. What they sh- they should release COVID in Qatar, so they have no choice but to then shift it somewhere else yeah, where that's... people can have a fun time. Yeah, not not into the world of some sort of parallel Kim Jong Un rubbish. 
Talking about similar regime, really. Yeah, talking about things that are happening next year. You just casually agreed to that. Yeah, Viva Mugabe. <laughs> uh, talking about things happening next year. Commonwealth Games is next year, Rob. Is it in Birmingham? In ah, yeah, England. In England, yeah. They haven't yet awarded the 2026 Commonwealth Games, which is only five five years away. Well, the world's in disarray. The no, world no, is no, in no disarray. one wants to commit. That's exactly and, and, right. And, well, the other thing is, I would suggest no one wants to build anything in pursuit of it yeah. because of, there's all these stories coming out that you make massive losses from these events. Oh. Yeah. monumental because they build all these facilities yeah. and then once it's over it's like oh well, we don't need this anymore Athens spectacularly went if over, they, the, over the top went bankrupt after the Olympics oh no they didn't really need their uh, you know brand new velodrome they weren't going to come back for the Olympics every year like they used to right <laughs> not like the old days in fact there was a push after Greece lost all this money there was a massive push at mm. one stage to have the Olympics in Athens on a permanent basis. Well, I don't know how long that lasted for, but they said you've built all these facilities. Gonna, we're going to go back to Athens every four years. That's just it. for the vibe. Just for the vibe. It'll always be not. You know what the weather's going to be like. Yeah. Pretty sunny. Pretty sunny. Um. Well, they, I don't mind it, but it, it. it, but and it also means that you could plan for the Olympics a long way out if you wanted to go. Yeah. Four years out, you could plan for it. Eight years. Twelve years, in fact. Yeah. Because well, you know it's going to be in twenty Athens. years. Yeah. Fifty years. We're talking no, about it's not planning. A of four. Forty-eight years. Brisbane. We're all looking forward to Brisbane, Rob. And that's uh, in twenty thirty. Twenty thirty-two. I'm a bit over Brisbane. I, I only I've been there <laughs> enough times. Not that not, not that intrigued yeah. by Brisbane at this point in time. Um, I don't think I'm going to Magnetic Island for that holiday now either. Oh, that was supposed no. to be the end of the month. So I, I, I'm racking up some credits with the airlines. <laughs> I tell you, I've well, got a good two reason, and a half grand in the, the bank. The reason I brought up Brisbane, now that Tokyo's finished, mm. first cab off the rank, new sports, cricket. Well, but oh, yeah. if you're going to bring a new sport into Brisbane, it has to be endorsed by LA 2028. Lo- Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be tough. Why, gonna... don't, why don't you, uh, what about your contacts over there? In LA? In, in, uh, in American cricket. In American cricket. Well, yeah. Major League Cricket's... Going yeah. great guns over there, yeah. Marty Kane yeah. smashing it. Yeah. New Zealand's Marty Kane, and all the call centre tech centres are, are still injecting a good amount of immigrants. Lo- loving life, yeah. loving life over yeah. there. The IT crowd. Yeah, it's looking like it's a goer because the Indians have now finally said we're in. Okay, so yeah. Apparently, what I didn't realise behind the scenes, mm. India and England. I'm going to call them England for this. Because by 2032, we'll be independent. Wales, I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. India and England have been Obviously. have been silently saying no to cricket in the Olympics. A sneaky stealth on the side. Yeah. Why? Because it was in the... The Olympics was generally in the middle of the English domestic season. You know who does very badly at the Olympics? Um, Pakistan. India. Did you see the javelin thrower? Uh, I, I, I didn't see it. I heard about it. He was brilliant. But yeah. the, the one he won it with... He sprints up, launches this javelin, yep. kind of does a sidestep, turns around, arms up in the air to the crowd as That's... he releases the javelin all in one go. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. It, okay, it I've got to check it. Spectacular. He <laughs> yeah. did really well. And that was the winning jav. Gold medal. India, first ever individual non-shooting medal or something. I don't okay. Know. Well, well, my point was they would want cricket because it means they might get a medal, surely. That's exactly right. Now they've come round. Yeah. Because I think India in general, hockey, obviously they're a national sport. Mm. They love a bit of cricket. They mm. love a bit of shooting, mm-hmm. right? Outside of that, they've had a couple of tennis players, a couple of sprinters, and now a javelin chucker. I think they're finally coming around to putting themselves on the map. Even though they're the most populous country on the planet, mm. 
they have not really taken to the world of sport. Yep. Let's be fair about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their medals per head of population uh, proportion is pretty Very poor. poor. Very poor. Not like yeah. New Zealand or San Marino. No, we're, we're always in the top three. Always. San Marino actually does win medals regularly. They won two golds in a... Gold, gold, silver, bronze or something? Gold, silver, bronze? I think two. Did they win a gold? I'm pretty sure they got a gold. I thought it was just two bronzes in shooting. Might have been a silver and a bronze. Anyway. Right. But uh, they've won golds. 34,000 people, San Marino. That's yeah, it. that's it. It's not bad return. One stadium full. And I think I, saw, I, think I saw, um, not population, but I think I saw the British team's rowing return. They didn't have a very good rowing regatta in mm. the Olympics. It was it cost them, or cost the British public, because it's all lottery funded, £11 million per medal. £11 million per medal. That's how it worked out. That's how it's worked out. With the, My with gosh. With the funding to rowing over the past four years and the return, they they didn't do very well. I think they got... Our two. rowing ate one. The men. Do they? Yeah. The men's eight? Yeah. The blue ribbon event of the rowing. Yeah, wow. yeah we smashed the rowing. You... And that uh, Lisa Carrington, oh, well, the... she's a champion. She is. Three goals yeah. by herself. Well, yeah. not by herself, but she did win And three. I thought, yeah, I thought we'd get another medal with the, in the 500 metres from the fours. Oh, what um, happened? We came fourth. Oh, yeah. just out. We were winning the, the semi, and they sort of looked like they just backed it off, and we came in second. But then the Poles Did you Polish get anything apart from kayaking. water-based medals? Uh, maybe some equestrian. Oh, maybe. And um, rugby. Rugby. Golf. I always forget. Oh, women's, women's golf. Lydia, Lydia, Lydia Co. She was actually... Actually, you were... Had to go through the playoff. You were annoyed, weren't you? I was a bit annoyed <laughs> because she was um, tied for the lead. Yeah. But then when the Aussie fell out of favour... Oh, they, well, they I thought that's what happened, but they actually there was a bit of a gap and then that actually switched to the other station. Uh, okay. So they, they did stick with it, but I was quite certain like the Australian wasn't like the gun, so they just cut it. Yeah. yeah. But no, they stuck with it, so mm. I'll forgive them on that one. That, Fair enough. Yeah, I jumped the gun. Uh, coming back to cricket, now that the Indians are saying yes, yep. it is looking likely the IOC will rubber stamp it because it's all about social media figures now for the IOC. Mm-hmm. All about the social media numbers, Rob. Yep, and I hear that. when there's 1.5 billion Indians all loving a bit of cricket action in the Olympics, yeah. it's going to go numbers, crazy. Numbers, 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 ratings. That's all it is. Advertising. Advertising. Boom. Okay. So that's... So uh, e- pretty easy pitch, really, isn't it? The only thing that's an issue for Brisbane, mm. weirdly enough, mm. is they've committed to converting the Gabba into athletics. Well, that's not that hard, is it? It's already kind of a circle. Yeah, but... Stick a track You're going to need cricket grounds for 2032, Rob. Oh, okay. So if cricket gets the rubber stamp... They well, surely they can just do a quick changeover like when I was on Dance with the Stars with James Blunt <laughs> yeah. and they just wheel out the band. Yeah. They can just wheel out the track yeah. or the, or the but grass. But I would imagine for the cricket... Sounds easy. If it's in Australia, they're going to put it all over all over Australia. Yeah, they'll have, they would have to So they're that. talking about eight teams in each men's and women's 2020s Yeah, and go from there. Well, like a little mini round robin and then I semis. Two and... groups of four, play three games each, yeah. semis final. Yeah. Easy, isn't it? Very easy. Fact. Especially for Commonwealth Games. I mean, it's, it's England. It's, it's invented by England. The Empire Games, of course, once known as about the British yeah. Empire, called the Commonwealth now as a more inclusive. We're talking Olympics now, <laughs> not Commonwealth Games. Oh, Olympics. This is the Olympics. This is why we're talking LA and I Brisbane. I thought you are talking Commonwealth Games. No, the women's are in the Commonwealth Games next next year, next time oh, round. Oh, I'm not just not paying attention at all. Oh, no surprise. You've had a, f- a few Guinnesses. <laughs> what will be interesting, if it does get into LA, mm. where are they going to play it? I mean, you remember that Warney versus... Versus 
was it? Did he play against Brian Lara? Or did he play against Ten Dolkers' team? They're their three-match tour of America. What? No, I don't remember that. Don't what remember you, that? No, I don't remember anything Shane about this. Shane Warne's All Stars versus Sachin Ten Dolkers' All Stars in, in America. In America. Don't buy that. Hey, what happened to this Oakley Cricket team when they're Almighty Imports? Is this still to come um, this summer? Well, they got Brian Lara, and didn't uh, they get? Um, What's his name? The Sri Lankan? One of them. No, but the, Singh. Was Brian, Brian Lara. Lara or was it Chris Gale? Chris Gale, Brian Lara. And, and um, what's his name? The Sanath Sangakara. I don't think it was Sangakara. Oh. Uh, it was Sanath Jayasuriya. One of those, yeah. I, I saw that pop up somewhere. Like, how did this cricket it's, team um, get these imports or something? It's it's down this way. Um, I'm trying to think the name of the club. Morabin or something. One of those. One of those we'll southeastern. Have to, we'll have to look it up during All the right, break. So, uh, actually, talking about the Olympics, very, very quickly, did you watch the closing ceremony? Nah. I watched a bit of the opening, but no, yeah. no closing. I think watch I started it. watching this, some TV show, yeah. Stranger Things. Oh, on Netflix. I thought you were going to talk about The Block. Great show. The Block or something. No, I don't watch any of that. Um, the star turn at the Olympics closing ceremony in Tokyo was the Tokyo Scar Paradise Orchestra, Rob. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. that excited you? Did you get up and about? Well, Were you I doing realized, your running on the spot I shuffle realized, dance? No, I realised I missed dance? something when I woke up on Monday morning. I had about 8,000 messages. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, ah. Oh, A different unexpected twist. Unexpected twist, because the question is, who are Japan's biggest export musically? Um, the the woo, that woo, woo, that band off, um, uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie, Kill Bill. Oh. Kill Bill. The, One, they were called the three, uh, four, five, seven, sixes. I'm yeah, the, the seven, six, seven, eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Woo, woo, it's, a, it's a good question. I don't, woo, by the way, I don't know the answer. A great song. 1960s shuffle? 50s, even? Don't know. If but I knew, you don't know the song. And then they call the five, the five, six, seven, eights? Um, I think they might be. Um, I was going to say, well, yeah, we don't. Beef. I think, <laughs> the yeah. woo-woo song, I think it's called. The woo-woo song. Not, the, not to be confused with the Shoop Shoop song oh, by Cher. <laughs> And uh, maybe with Winona Ryder and uh, yeah. Christina Ricci when she's a little girl. Is it Pulp Fiction or is it Kill no, Bill? Kill Bill. Kill Bill, Japanese band. It's just on Google now. People wait for it. Yeah. We're Googling it. Someone will know it and they're yelling through the stereo going, you idiots. I'll find it. It's, it'll be somewhere. What sort of off the mark research is that? You could have found that. <laughs> you got the name of the song. You got the movie. The name of the it, song. It, it you called be... it the it's the Woo Woo song, I think. Spell that. Spell that. Uh, uh, madness. Yeah. Mad- oh, should have had a bit of madness. There. See, people forget. I got all these messages about Tokyo Sky Paradise Orchestra being the main feature. People forget Madness were kind of the main feature of the London closing ceremony as well. Yeah, I would have forgotten that. Sky and Olympics just goes hand Does it? in hand. I'm not convinced by that. I think Freddie Mercury is clearly the most rememberable. Barcelona. Um, yeah, Barcelona. It was the first time that we met. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> the moment that you stepped into the room, you took my breath away. Oh, God, that's so Love good, it. Rob. Yeah. So good. Oh, that was just a falsetto. I'm not going to say yeah, yeah. full voice. Green Montserrat Caballé. Oh, I've got know. Ed Sheeran's talks about the song Barcelona. He talks about it. I've got a story about Ed Sheeran find, coming up. Oh, yeah. well, find the, the uh, woo-woo song. I'm going to. He's popping up and stuff, that Ed Sheeran. He's in that Yesterday film. You've seen him in that? He's in yes. that. He's in, he's in bloody Game of Thrones. Well, this is unbelievable. What? Newport County tonight are playing Ipswich Town in the Caribou Cup or something. Okay. Ed Sheeran... <laughs> 
is sponsoring Ipswich Town this season, mm. but part of his sponsorship deal is he is signed as a player on the team sheet, number 17, Ed Sheeran. He's playing. He's on the list. He's, he's on the team he's sheet. He's on the team sheet. That's a real chime. He must love a good old-fashioned chime. <laughs> he even did that dance with uh, Courtney Cox from Friends recently. Did a at-home... Uh, what? Did, 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 this scene in Friends where Monica and Ross, right. did, did her brother and sister, Courtney Cox and Swimmer, yeah. they do this dance routine. Right. And it's very funny, actually. Is it? Yeah, it's like a classic nerdy, terrible routine. Right. And anyway, and, and he learnt it at home and then he's partying with Courtney Cox as an adult recently and goes let's do the routine and they filmed it and they did it wow. and it went mental on social media he just pops up everywhere that Sharon yeah. he's everywhere well, he popped up in Melbourne in the alleyway busking on the side of the street and like it's, when, it's, it's, when he was over here last performing and did oh. four shows at in Marvel the, or whatever I can't believe Ed Sheeran packs out Marvel four times have you seen any of his live stuff do you remember he did the AFL grand final but but With does, Tom Jones. But does he have a band? Probably. Is it just him and a guitar? No, it's not just him. It's not Jerry Cinnamon's style. I, I don't know how you could... He's got a band. You he can't, definitely You has. can't fill a stadium He's just got, He doesn't himself. even play an electric, does he? He's just no, acoustic. acoustic, yeah. He must do some electric stuff, surely. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to be I've honest. I've research. I've got, got to put in time for I can't Sheeran. even... He's, he's a good, nice bloke. I can't even name one of his songs. In all fairness, if you said name Ed Sheeran's song... Uh, I I just don't really I like... I'm, I can sing in two, a couple of them to you. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to... I don't really... Like anyway, songs. we're going to hear Ed Sheeran Barcelona in a minute. Yeah. But look, he's he's inoffensive. Is he performing oh, Barcelona? Castles, or he's talking about Castles Barcelona? in the no. It says the song is called Barcelona. He did that Castles in the in the on the hill or something. I'm Somebody on about, my way. He did, and it. I miss the rain. That one. You know? That's James Blunt, didn't he? <laughs> no, that's not Blunt. He did the way... But he does that I'm in love with your body one. I hate that song. Does he? Yeah. I'm in love with your body. I'm in love with your body. Uh, uh, I hate that song. Uh, Ter- it's like a hip-hop acoustic I'm sure, I'm sure thing. he did the one Terrible. where so, a bloke fell over and he broke his leg. Remember that? That's him. Castles on the When I was 15 years hill. old, broke my leg. Said, yeah, don't like that song either. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I like it as a guy. He's a, oh, nice, he's a nice bloke. Great super guy. Bloke. But I don't awesome. like any of his music. That lives in like. Suffolk. I don't like he it. He lives near Ipswich. Obviously, Ipswich Town fan. Yeah. Apparently, he's blind as a bat. Absolutely. Well, he's got some chunky glasses oh, there. Oh, is he? Yeah, thick-rimmed ones. I, I just remember reading something about him ages ago that he really he can't see. If he's not wearing yeah. glasses or contact lenses, whatever. Well, maybe he does the Michael Hutchins technique and doesn't... Because so, that's what Michael Hutchins did when he was singing, so he wasn't afraid of the audience because he couldn't see anything. Oh. Because he's blind, oh, right. so he wouldn't wear his glasses, and he could only see the front row, and you he think, just sing you to them. Think a man with a fairly sizable income mm. would probably get him lasered. Maybe he hasn't got the lasering types. Oh, yeah. He might get those inserted cornea cut-off ones. But you got to be able. You, you still got to see robot eyes. No, they cut the top of your eyes off and stick a lens in. Wow. I'm not making it up. Wow. This, this is far more certain a reference than those Chinese kids with the square heads. I promise you. <laughs> hey, bro. If we were on a desert island and there wasn't any grass... No grass? Would you eat me to survive? Oh, bro, who'd eat a cow? Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues, beef up your snack life. Hi, I'm Andrew Gaze, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be... It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear a bomb Because the words don't fit And the song is shit You're a talentless You suck! 
That's why we've got the adult warning, Rob. It's been it's been it's your so stings. oh rubbish it is. <laughs> it's so much long. I'm proud of that adult warning, by the way. I hear it now and go. And so that, yeah. Now it's clear that we've become a great show. <laughs> We're only for I the wish. upper echelon of those who are willing to. It is a great show, Rob. Yeah, I don't agree with you on only, that level. Only people that brain capacity yeah. to take on the real issues, people. The real issues, Rob. Yeah. Well, uh, worst song in the world. The real issues. Yes. Very quickly, do you want to do you want to know the uh, list of best-selling bands ever to come out of Japan? Yep, the Bees. Ah, oh, yeah. Eighty-two point six two million sales. I'm Good not sure whether that's albums, singles, whatever. Yeah. AKB forty-eight sixty-two point oh five million. They're J-pop slash mm. electro pop slash dance pop. Yeah, they're, that's a, they're that's a, pop a lot band. of types of different pop. So AKB forty-eight. Between 2011 and 2018, they were the highest-selling band in Japan every year. Right. How did the five, six, seven, eights go? They're not on the list all the way down to 10 million copies, unfortunately. That's a good haul. I'd take that. They're not on the list. Oh. Up to 10 million. But 10 million is pretty hard to get. Yeah. All these bands I can see in the, the, from 86 million down to 10 million, are basically all Japanese, Mm. apart from Mariah Carey. Okay. Who's done... You said Japanese export. So you, you can't be I, an exporter if you're not I from Japan. I tried to do a quick search on biggest, highest-selling Japanese bands yeah. internationally, and it's only really got me this list. And and none of them would be known in the Western world. Is that correct? I cannot... Not, not to your own not I to your cannot knowledge. recognize any of these bands. I mean, there's a few J-pops in there. There's a lot of pop stuff. Um, I don't think I know any Japanese songs. Yeah, and I only know the Scar ones, obviously, because yeah. the Scar scene in Japan is pretty full on. I mean, obviously, that song, I think I'm done in Japanese. That's not going to be the by vapors. Japanese. <laughs> yeah. But Mariah Carey's just having to be there. There's a band called Speed, have done 20 million. but There was a band from New Zealand called The D4, and they had the song called Sake Bomb, because they did pretty well in, in Japan. And right. they'd go up there. Okay. And they actually did a version where he sung it in Japanese as well. Right. Release, yeah. Uh, there's the band called the Checkers, who are rock and roll slash rockabilly slash rock slash doo wop. Okay, they've good, done good combo. Fifteen point three eight million sales. Right, but I genuinely don't recognise any mm. of these bands, which I, is crazy. I watched that uh, doco about ZZ Top the other. Oh, well, obviously somebody's died. Yeah, the bass player. The bass player? No, Frank Beard's Frank the drummer. Frank Beard is the drummer Billy without Gibbons the beard. Billy Gibbons is the guitarist. And, and the bass player... Billy Joel, what's his name? Billy Gibbons. Billy Gibbons. He's the guitarist. Okay, yeah. And I just forgot the bass player's name. He's the one who passed. Passed away. Yeah. So that was a strange... I never saw but ZZ they... Top live. Well, they, they had sort of uh, two different periods. Okay. And and the first one, they were just more of a, just a blues group. All sort right. Of a heavy yeah. blues group. Yeah. And then when they they were burnt out from being on the road for ages. Right. And they came back. That's when the MTV started at the same time as they had made their she comeback. Got and, and that song... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, they, that was their first proper music oh, video. Oh, because of the video... And all of a sudden, they've grown these beards. Oh, and that's okay. they, they didn't used to have the beards. And yeah, so they, right. that's when they became known as the guys with the beards. <laughs> and that was all of, a, all of a sudden, they became like this sort of icon or, or sort of a gimmick and, or had that edge to what they were doing yeah, as well. Yeah. And that took them to the next level from right. being sort of a, a concert hall a uh, mine, blues group. A mate of mine did go and see him once. And he, his overriding um, review was, yeah. they don't move much. <laughs> they literally just stood <laughs> yeah. in front of their microphones, yeah. played music. Yeah. Sung songs, and ironically, Frank Beard was the one without the without beard. the beard. That's right. Because it was it, after the 
hiatus. About three years to chill out, I think, or okay. something. And then they came back. Billy Gibbons and the bass player hadn't shaved for three years. And so then that's when they came back and they had these massive beards. And the drummer did have a beard, oh. but he had trimmed his. And he, he felt ashamed that he couldn't get anywhere near their beardiness. Dusty and Hill. And so he, he decided to go no beard. Dusty Hill was the Dusty guy Hill, that's the He goes, it was all right, but it, yeah. if you want to see two fat blokes standing there playing guitars and singing. <laughs> Billy Gibbons is never fat. Well, you know, they were just yeah. standing there. They're yeah. big. They had, the, I think, the full length leather coats on. Okay. With the hats and the yeah. beards, they yeah. didn't did not move. But and I don't think there was too much in between song banter either. It nah, was no, not there. Play the music. <laughs> I think I've seen stuff of them when they're younger and they're doing, they're doing a bit. Well, they had some synchronized moves. Ooh. Like in those videos, they're doing like sort of synchronized sort of shuffle walk type <laughs> sort of hoedown moves. Okay. Anyway, we're, we're well talking about um, ZZ Top. This is worst song in the world. Not that okay. ZZ Top have done they must nothing have done. to do with it. No. Uh, do you remember this from a few weeks ago, Rob? Yeah, great tune. Fat Les Vindaloo. Yeah. Well, I didn't realise. What? We're talking about the Olympics. In the run-up to London 2012, they did a follow-up tune. Oh, that, that, that Vindaloo is actually my favourite sports song ever, I think. You think so? Yeah. Right. Oh, he said that in a, in a way in which he well, thinks no. he's about to top it. No, no, no. I mean, do I think so? I know so. I'm me. Yeah. Only, I can't disagree. No one's going to... I know what I think for myself. Good. I'm glad you do. Jesus. So they changed their name from Fat Les yep. to Fit Les. Yeah. And this is the official Fit Les 2012 Olympic anthem. Okay. Calm down, dog. Come here. To our village, calm down, down, chef. And they're coming. The Olympics are coming. Throwing, jumping, swimming, diving, shooting 
Oh, that's a that's another ripper. <laughs> is it the same? Is that the same guys? Yeah, it's the same basis. The, the same guys, band. guys from Blur in that. Probably. They're doing the guy with the classic offbeat uh, uh, bounce off groove. Yeah. And with the disco beat. That, that's a groovy, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it. it's also silly. Yes, very it's, silly. It's very unserious. Yep. Um, but it still makes you want to dance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Fit Les, not Fat Les. Yeah. Fit Les. That makes me want to write a song in that groove now. Oh. Get the disco beat. Right. Well, the Brisbane official Olympic anthem by Rob Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Commonwealth. On Olympic. Olympics, 2032, yeah. I've got eight years to get, or even seven years. Ten. Ten. Oh, no. 2032, Brisbane Olympics. Oh, yeah, that's a long way off. Yeah. I can't wait till then. No, do one for Paris, 2024, Rob. Yeah. Do it in French. I will. Sacre bleu. That would be great fun. I'd love to do something like that for a laugh. <laughs> you can. <laughs> the internet makes the world a much smaller place, Rob. We can get it out there. Get out there through the show. And they got in the car wash. The car wash claps. Ah, the car wash claps. Yeah. Didn't realise that was... You don't know the song Car Wash? Oh, Rose Royce. Working at the car yeah, wash. Yeah, Rose Royce. It did. starts off with those claps. Ah, right. Dang. I didn't associate uh, those claps with... Well, uh, play it in the working break. Working at the car wash. Whoa, 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 whoa. Work it, we'll play, it, play it on the break. <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah, yeah. Great, one request. of the great build-ups. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, it's good to have worst song. It's been a long time since that yeah, worst song. Yeah, I've been meaning to play that for a few weeks, and we've never quite got round to yeah, doing worst song. Mucking about with uh, yeah, we got, quizzes and uh, super film reviews and all and sorts stuff. of stuff. Yeah, yeah ridiculous. Um, Great Olympic song. If that was, I mean, <laughs> that's the sort of thing that New Zealand or Australia could never come up with. Oh, no. <laughs> It would never happen, would it? Maybe yeah. New Zealand could now, actually. If you get someone like Taika Waititi involved, yeah. everything he does is good, and it's hilarious, too. Yeah, he's he's, he's one of my favourite people going he's, around at the moment. He's loving life on the celebrity wave, isn't he? Uh, he's doing he's doing pretty good. Yeah. I think he's having a go at Rita Ora. Well, everyone, who's the, everyone's having a go at Rita Ora. Oh, come on now. I think she is. Come on now. She's, she's on the uh, voice. On the voice? Yeah, she's a judge. What? Yeah. She's a judge? She I, can't even sing. I think, what, what is, isn't she, she's a singer? Yeah, but she's not great. Oh, come on, Beef. There's another one. Come on I, now. I tell you. Who, who, who are you to be criticising someone else to sing? I'm from Wales, Rob. No. We got, we got, I would hesitate to criticise. we got history of the world's great singers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except you. <laughs> I'm probably better than Rita Ora. <laughs> I don't think. I, I about one thing, I'm not sure of a lot of Rita. things. One thing I'm sure is Beefy is not a better singer than Rita Aura, no way. Rita, if you're listening, and even I haven't actually heard her sing. No, to be honest, so, but but I, I just know what was that? She's one of these audio something, something, specials. Oh, there we go. Someone popped up on Facebook the other day, yeah. and it said, "What's the one song you could choose that you had no that you're so confident you'll get right?" Yeah. And you wrote some song. Now, what was it? Four minutes thirty-three. Four minutes thirty-three. Yeah. And I was John so Cage. tempted to just write Beefy, no matter what song you write down, <laughs> there'll be a mistake. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Four minutes thirty-three is done by John Cage, don't you? No. It's that silent song that he copyrighted. Oh, yeah. clever, cunning. See, I was, I, yeah, I do think about things every now and again. <laughs> do you know, somebody put a silent song on their album called One Minute, yeah. and he sued him for copyright Oh, I think he told me yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mental. It was a bit mental. It's yeah. stupid, really. Talking about mentalists. <laughs> yep. Drunk goal umpire Mars East Kimberley's Football League Grand Final win. This is, this is Australian Rules Aus- Football. Aussie Rules Football, mate. Yeah. 
footy final in Western Australia has been embroiled in controversy after a goal umpire was found to have officiated the match while under the influence of alcohol. Saturday afternoon, the Ord River Magpie secured a thrilling 43-42 to victory over the Halls Creek Hawks in the East Kimberley Football League Grand Final at Cunanurra Town Oval. But according to the Kimberley Echo, Hawks coach Craig Dempsey said Halls Creek would lodge an appeal as the club believes a goal was incorrectly adjudicated to be a behind. Mm. President Wayne Paul said he was unaware the goal umpire was under the influence until no. he was breath tested after the game. Wow. The Hawks have appealed the decision, mate. So the game is still in dispute. You'd hope that your field umpires and grand umpires would turn up sober. It's unfortunate. It's not what we wanted, but we have to deal with effects and go forward. Yep. Paul confirmed the Magpies' one-point win would stand until the appeal process was complete. Okay. Could have been one for great sporting there, benders. There's got to be a lot of drunk goal umpires in, in rural and in, in, in rural Australian football. Mm. Some pretty rough numbers out there, mate. I tell you, without doubt. Apparently, there is video. They reckon he got three. <laughs> Three decisions wrong. Badly wrong. So he's like actually blind, basically. Proper kind of, maggoted. Uh, yeah, it goes yeah. that way. So he's actually probably a full blown alcoholic. Um, Could well life, be. life go nowhere. He actually probably just did well. He probably drove munted to the ground. <laughs> he probably did. Yeah, turned the up thing wobbly. Is, right, I've been a referee, football referee, soccer here, and you get changed with the other ref light lines yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So if he was munted, surely at half time or before the game, the other referees, umpires would have kind of realised. Or yeah, I on. wonder if the goal umpires are separate. You could, surely you'd smell the booze in the changing room. That's what I'm Not, saying. Or you wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're yeah. right. The drunken yeah. referee, because see, because the, the referee's supposed to be sort of the uh, sort of moral compass of the thing, isn't it? That's exactly really? right, Rob. The so, moral so, compass is so there the, to give you an even adjudication yeah. of the game. So if he's turning up in jeopardy, yeah, with the jeopardised behaviour, I mean, it really turns the whole thing into disrepute, doesn't it? It, it could be. Does. It could fall into savagery on the field. Mm. So uh, we can't have that beef. No, definitely not. Did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah. Everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Links. Beef up your snack life. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. That music rock can only yeah. one thing and it's time for Sporting Gladiators. I feel like I got well spanked last time. 4 didn't I? 1, I four think. 4 1, that's a shame. I was surprised myself with 4 as well. Um, I'm just not sure how recent this particular oh, quiz is. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now, also, I forgot uh, to bring this up the other week. What? You asked me a question about, you said it was American football. Who was the first team to play a night game? Yeah. The Philadelphia Athletics yeah. were a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it mattered. I wouldn't have got it anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they were the first baseball team to play a night game. Well, I wonder what... Where 1908. Because that, that was definitely under the NFL... Uh, and the Philadelphia Athletics are the Oakland Athletics. They, they moved, are. They moved across. Yeah. That makes more sense, doesn't it? It definitely does. Okay. Oh, well, good. We cleared that one up. Uh, uh, it's a quiz, people. Sports trivia. We ask each other sports trivia questions on varying levels. Best of five. Penalty shootout style. I'm going to kick it off. Yep. If you don't get this, it's time for you to retire, Rob. Okay. Jim 
Jimmy Anderson has just moved into third place on the all-time test wicket-takers. Yeah. Who did he pass? In, into third place. Into third place. Glenn McGrath. Oh, no. What? Into no. third place? Into third place. So at the top, there's Shane Warne and Murray Durren. Yep. So third. behind them, uh, there's no... There's, there's Glenn McGrath. No. 619 test wickets. Apple Crumbley. I never knew that. And El Crumbley was... I don't think you get anywhere near that. Six, I've never, ever heard that in my life. 619. And El Crumbley. Yeah. Test cricket. Test, test wickets. Cricket. Yes. Uh, I'm not convinced by that. <laughs> How many Glenn McGrath get? 538. It's well clear, Jimmy. Uh, three spin bowlers. Yeah, well, not anymore. And all come, I never knew. Tell you what, Jimmy I, Anderson, I was quite certain on that. Jimmy Anderson is looking very fit for a 39 year old. Yeah, well, good on him. What's Warney? 708? Can't remember. 707? About that. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get there. 620's on now. Mind you, he's got four tests this summer. The Ashes, 10 tests will he get? No, he won't get it. I don't think so. Not happy with that, Beef. Sorry, mate. Who has scored the most goals in a single World Cup tournament? Sock soccer. Football soccer. I'm gonna kick my I get this wrong every bloody time. It's one of two. It's either like Mario Kempis or Just Fontaine. Right. Just Fontaine. It is Just yeah. Fontaine. Oh, I'm glad this is this is correct. <laughs> yes. That my quiz is Oh now I'm down one nil already. One nil. What Olympic sport features the Madison, the Eliminator, and the Omnium? The Madison. What Olympic sport features the Madison, the Eliminator, and the Omnium? The Omnium. The Eliminator final, the Omnium final. The, what's the first thing you said? Madison. The Madison. What's the repper charge in? What's, that's in that's in rowing, I think. Madison. Wrestling! No, Rob, it's track cycling. Oh. The Madison is that two-man thing where you do the relay, you sling them around. Uh, the eliminators oh, yeah. when they do like a forty lap race, yeah, and if yeah. you're last, yeah. you get kicked off. Okay, and the omnium is that multi. So they're all event. formats of track cycling. If I, I would have given it to you for cycling, Rob. Which debutants gave Scotland a one nil thrashing at the nineteen ninety World Cup? Italian ninety, Costa Rica. It is Costa Rica. <laughs> oh no, the Italian beef. 90. Right. Who were the only Australian teams to play in the inaugural Super 10 rugby tournaments? 93, 94, 95 were the Super 10s. The only two Australian teams? Yeah. New South Wales and Queensland. Yes, Rob. Yeah. I thought that was a trick question for a minute. That's why it was a trick question. Oh, I'm on the board. You're on the board. 2-1. 2-1. Which was the first country to hold the World Cup twice? Yes, good question. I think we might have even discussed it earlier. Uruguay. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, right. Mexico, Mexico. Okay. Come on, Roberto. Get back in it. Bring it back even. What sport do the Australian Stingers play? Oh, no. Okay. I'm thinking and I'm going. Water polo. It is water polo. Yes. Back in it, Roberto. Yes. It's the women's team. To all. Come on, come back. Do you know what the men's team are called? Ah, uh, the Stingrays. <laughs> the Sharks, the Sharks. weirdly enough. I was going to go to the Sharks next. Yeah. Okay, when Brazil's team sheet was first issued for the 1998 World Cup, the name Ronaldo was absent. Minutes later, a second definitive team sheet was issued that included Ronaldo, but who was the player originally named as Ronaldo's replacement? 
98. <laughs> Robinho! <laughs> Ronaldinho! No, Edmundo. Edmundo! Edmundo! Okay. <laughs> yes! Sheesh. Oh, this is the one. Come this on, Roberto. One. i got to do this. I think I've gone too hard on Come this on, one as Robert. well. Oh. I think I have. Yeah. Mark Harmon of NCIS fame. Oh, what? Played American football for UCLA. The Bruins, Rob. Right. What position did he play? Uh, he played fullback. He was a quarterback. Oh! Two years start. I didn't think he'd be tall enough to be a quarterback. I don't. Even, I don't even know for sure what he looks like. <laughs> but I, I assumed he'd be kind of just an athletic medium build. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a little bit taller than you think. I don't even know who he looks like. I've never seen NCIS. I'm neither, why would I watch NCIS? I hate cop shows. Or, yeah. or I hate detective drama. I barely watch any of that crap. Sorry, That's mate. an immediate channel changer. Yeah. I don't know if you're in New Orleans or New York or what the hell they're doing with this NCIS. I think they're all over the place. Where was the original NCIS? I don't even know. It's David Caruso. No, where was the original? Uh, I, I think New York. I don't know. Then there's CSI Miami or something. Or is that the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's all crap. It's a it's a big pile of rubbish. I don't watch any of it. Okay, now this is a timely question given the content for this show. Two all. Uruguay. Uruguay. Yes. Won the first World Cup in 1930. They did. But in which country was the tournament held? Uruguay. Damn, I thought it might trick you. We talked about it earlier. Well, we didn't say earlier. it was in Uruguay, yeah, though. Yeah, but I knew that. I should have changed that question. You should have. Oh, 3-2. Dragged it out the Anil bag Kumble. with a 3-2 That's win. That's so annoying. God yeah. damn it. I mean, quarterback's the most obvious answer for yeah. a football player, but I didn't think, I think he'd it be a, a harsh one, quarterback. In in view of the uh, the rest of the tournament. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It was. Damn it. That was the night I was going to win. Oh. You, got, you got Juice Fontaine. Where's he from? Uh, France, I think. Is he was, uh, yeah. Steve Prefontaine. There's a lot of Fontaines. A lot of Fontaines. Oh, I keep not winning. Closely fought, though. Oh, I, could come. I was in big trouble there, down 2-0 from you two questions. You definitely were. We should do something a bit funny, shouldn't we? It's a bit of a rarity on this show. Have you got some? Uh, <laughs> just go straight to the woke news. Have you got any? No, there's been loads this week just on our chats oh, and that. Yeah. There's a racist rock. There is a racist rock. <laughs> They're def- I haven't got the report. Um, but I've got this. If something seems too good to be true, it probably is. Yep. Maxwell Berry, 22 of Ohio, made headlines around the world after he allegedly abused and assaulted flight attendants on a Frontier Airlines flight in the US of A. Well, we know what Frontier... What, actually, Frontier keep, keep, weren't keep, bad. Keep, well, they, now they try to be this sort of sass and funny oh, airline. Oh, do they? They turn it up at their budget. All ah, right. Hello, welcome to Frontier Airlines, uh, the, the airline where you get no food, no drinks, nothing's free, and you have to pay for your baggage. Oh, ho, ho. and they do this attitude thing. Right. Yeah. Well, this guy was uh, was subdued by the crew who used duct tape to restrain him, taping him to his duct seat. Duct tape? Yeah, what the, a mental. Much of the incident was caught on camera by fellow passengers. Yeah. But late last week, an interview with one of the flight attendants went viral thanks to the crew members' amusing way with words. Wow. You ready for this? Yep. Belligerent passenger causing sheer chaos in the air. And it got so bad that flight attendants had to duct tape the man to his seat. Ever since masks were required on airplanes, flight attendants say that their work has become downright dangerous. Now understand something. I'm a flight attendant. That means I attend the flights. Sometimes our job has us attending to crazy people. If you push us too far, you're going to have to attend this ass whooping. You see, because on this particular flight, 
I'm sitting in the jump seat and I'm just looking at him act the damn fool. He's spitting and cussing and going crazy. I say, that's enough. I got up and I walked over there. And by the way, this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol and regret. So I know something's about to go down. At this point, he touching all over my coworker's breast. And where he fucked up at is when he touched my titties. Cause I don't play that. So what I did is I took out the duct tape. I said, he got scared, start stuttering, say, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. I said, yeah, we about to mummify your ass now, boy. So we wrapped him up. Better than any Christmas present you'll ever see. He won't be coming on no more Frontier flights at all. Oh, <laughs> that's one of my favourite accounts of anything ever. <laughs> the part that I love more than else is when you're looking at a damn fool. That <laughs> they pronounce the damn. Damn. Yeah, you're looking at a damn fool. And also, what I particularly enjoyed, only one F bomb on the whole spiel. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. manage to deliver fantastic choice of language to, yeah. to give it that much <laughs> impact without cursing. Yeah. So that that was fantastic. I want to listen to that again in the break. (laughs) Unfortunately, it was a bit of a fake uh, interview. I know. When I read that, because it only came out. It was too good. It was too good. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, some guy on uh, YouTube or TikTok or something. So, uh, (laughs) but brilliant. Like you say, brilliantly delivered. I'm so disappointed now. That was my favorite ever thing. What happened, though, is when that went out, all these news stations picked it up as though it was oh, real. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, So the yeah. misinformation just went for it. Yeah. This is So it's like the Chick Chick Boom Girl. A bit like the Chick Chick Very boom. similar. Very similar. So people don't remember that story, but there was a, a girl here in, in Sydney, and she was up at King's Cross, and there was an incident, yeah. and she did. So she put on like a fully sick wog, <laughs> you know, yeah, that sort of fully sick wog yeah. boy type of voice, and uh, she goes, and then it went Chick Chick Boom! And, shot, and anyway, she was just taking the piss. Yeah. She was actually quite a well-spoken But nice then girl, she but. Rode, rode with the story for a, a number of years, she, didn't well, she? Well, well, no, but this just went everywhere, and all of a sudden it was clear that her account was slightly made up or certainly sensationalized. Yes. Then, of course, the news outlet looks stupid so they then tried to do a hit piece on her and like uh, set her up to look stupid in this interview and they were going after her and, and like because they had to try and get over the fact that they had actually done a very shoddy journalism yeah. without checking her uh, out no and surprise in Australia so anyway similar we've got the same thing going on here but yeah but it took them a few days to come clean <laughs> But it did go all over news stations. In fact, that report uh, links back to uh, two presenters in Canada absolutely wetting themselves, and they can't even speak (laughs) after it came back. So, hey, but what got me? This is no joke. This is a serious part of this report. The U.S. I mean, that actually happened, by the way. They did. Somebody (laughs) did have a mental on the plane, and Frontier did have have to. Yeah. Is that that a new term? Having a mental. I think so. Okay. It's now having it a. Now, it's a um, verb to, so, men, to mental. So they actually did duct tape him to his seat. So <laughs> that happened, and hence why this followed on. But this is this is a report. The U.S. Federal Aviation Authority said last week airlines had reported three thousand seven hundred and fifteen incidents of passenger bad behaviour this wow. year. Wow! With about three quarters of them involving passengers refusing to wear masks. Right. Um, this is brilliant. The FAA has proposed the banning of takeaway alcohol sales at airport bars 
to help deal with the problem. Okay, right. So, ah, fun yeah. for everyone destroyed. But 3,715 incidents. Well, I'm surprised is that there's that many flights going. I think in the States you can still kind of get around. Well, no, well, you can now, but, but it's yeah. surely a peak lockdown time that wasn't happening. You would have thought so. Mm. But, uh, yeah. It's crazy. Using to wear the mask, that's a bit silly. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what it's like in the States, don't you? Yeah. It's all about Fifth Amendment and all that. Yep. The Second Amendment? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Oh. Hi there, this is John Higgins, and this is 365 Days of Sport. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. When the world never seems to be living under your dreams, and suddenly you know about the facts of life. It's all about you. We haven't heard that for a while, Rob. Your facts of life. Goose flying upside down in bizarre picture was just showing off. Okay. Say experts. Yep. An amateur photographer captured a picture of a goose performing an unusual flying technique where it appears to be upside down. So he's implying that the goose is aware that he's being uh, spied upon or being observed. And just as he's going, oh, I'll check this out, flips over and goes, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. A goose who was spotted flying upside down was just showing off to his friends. Experts. That's an expert opinion. Experts have confirmed. Yeah. Amateur photographer Vincent How Cor- do the experts really, I mean, do, how do they really know? Well, like, they can't get inside the mind of the goose. Rob, if there's one thing that this show is, it's vaguely educational. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Vaguely. Mm. I'm going to explain. Let's hear it. Amateur photographer Vincent I've Cor- got to at least hear you out before I rubbish it. Okay, couldn't I. believe his eyes when he spotted the goose performing the manoeuvre, which is known as whiffling. He captured the image of a goose and it was soon shared <laughs> widely online with many Be- people. That's what he Beefy stopped whiffling <laughs> no, and, and looked at me and nodded his head as if C told you. See? Like he knew. Whiffling. Like, like you already knew this. So many people <laughs> Oh, wise man on the hill that us back again this the week. Goose was the dully, doing- la- dully beef. <laughs> Many people question what the goose is doing and how it actually worked. Vincent had his answer. An expert stepped forward and explained that the goose, probably a youngster, was learning new tricks and showing off in front of other birds. Lars Sorink, a wildlife photographer and conservation science communicator for Bird Protection Netherlands, said, Once young geese have mastered the flying, they start to see what is possible and how far they can go. They do brag to their peers, like... Look at me. Vincent took the picture of the dark grey brown bean goose in Arnhem Land, Netherlands. Earlier this year, has been circulating online ever since. Whiffling is seen in several species of birds, Rob, including lapwings and geese, and is believed to be used to avoid avian predators. It's described as resembling a falling leaf, and to do it, the geese roll their body upside down and then twist their neck and head 180 degrees around to their normal position. The body's upside down, but the head's normal. Well, that's a bit weird. Yeah. I don't know if a goose could do that. I didn't until... I'm I'm just not convinced about how certain he is about the showing off. He, He seems to have... I think he's taken quite a leap from having any genuine scientific explanation in regard to understanding the mindset of a goose. There's there's a big gap there. He's just sort of, it's a bit of an assumption for me. 
Uh, I'm not convinced that a goose has the brain power and the capacity to be ha- have such sensory awareness about him that he can perform such a thing with which to inverted commas show off as such. Just showing off, Rob. Just no, trying new things. No, no, no. A goose Just doesn't know how to show things. off. Clearly, it does. A goose is not good for the gander. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, this has happened. This a is goose. <laughs> a goose. Has kept been captured. That's the worst comeback I've ever heard in regard to. You could say that any time about anything that anything. Well, this has happened. <laughs> well, it's happened, Rob. A goose has been pictured flying upside down. Is that common sense, Beefy? Was yeah. that well, it's happened, there? Rob? Well, it's happened. <laughs> oh no, that's unbelievable. It's happened, Rob. That's something you'd say of when you're four. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? I'm just saying. It's, it's happened. happened. <laughs> it's happened. Do you want some North Korean news? Yeah, I do. I do. Young North Koreans ordered to stop speaking, dressing, and dancing like South Koreans. Or else, Rob! Yeah. Or else! Yeah, well, I mean, it's no joke. They will actually get killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seoul's creeping influence on the secluded state's way of life is even more dangerous than enemies who are taking guns. Mm. Sentence doesn't quite make sense, but uh, young North Koreans have been warned they must follow traditional lifestyles and adhere to the country's dialect. The secluded state's official newspaper made the demand in a column as Pyongyang tries to eradicate cultural influences from South Korea. Kim Jong-un's regime is particularly focused on the speaking habits of millennials. So it's just not in a developed world, Rob, that we have issues. Interesting. They're, with they're, millennials. They're, they're falsely using literally all the time as well, are they? Could well be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, well, actually, they've been mimicking their neighbours by referring to their husbands as oppa, a term that means older brother. Ah. Yeah. So how is it getting out? Because they, they keep everything so closed. Well, this is I, I saw this interview with this Yeonmi Park. Have you heard of her? No. She's she escaped North Korea. Oh right. Okay. And she's now living in New York. And she she gave her full account of the whole deal. My word, no good, mate. No good at all. But now she's going. She went to Columbia University. Oh yeah. And found herself having to be uh, silenced all over again. You can't say this. You can't say that. Oh. And uh, all the wokies. So now she's having to <laughs> deal with that. And she ex- she got her pronouns confused with some person who was identifying as some non-binary in between her. And uh, she didn't understand the use of they because it didn't make sense because it's only one person. It's not a plural. Right. And so she, she kept on calling him him or whatever. And or he her. started crying. Oh, he started crying because she didn't say they. And so she's just baffled. This person just trying to learn English is trying her best. <laughs> exactly. It's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> North Korea's standard language is superior, and young people must use it correctly, hmm. all while ensuring their clothes, hairstyle, music preferences, and dancing styles are acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the article warned the ideological and cultural penetrated under the colourful signboard of the bourgeois is even more dangerous than the enemies who are taking guns. Make sense of that sentence if you can. See, the thing is, how is this story actually even getting out? Because to my knowledge, North Korea is that closed off that you can't even get a story like this out. Yeah. You can't get in there to report a story like this. It's an interesting uh, question. So how did someone know? They'd have to be undercover. Risque mm. operation. You don't want to mess with uh, that. Well, I'll go into this a little bit. It's, it's, uh, harsh new measures were introduced that mean parents can be fined if their children are caught enjoying South Korean entertainment or copying the way they speak. Those caught with media from South Korea can face up to 15 years in a prison camp. Mm. And punishments are also administered for using unregistered televisions, radios, computers and mobile phones from other countries. Oh. 
So, Tai Yong-ho, the first North Korean defector to become a South Korean politician, says, In the daytime, the population is shouting, Long live Kim Jong-un! But at night, they all watch South Korean dramas and movies. Last month's report suggested that Mr. Kim How do they had it? compared K-pop to a vicious cancer that could make North Korea crumble like a damp wall. Mm. So but it, it needs to crumble because it's disastrously set up the way it is now. You're probably right in that regard, yeah. Rob, yes. I don't think many people would disagree with you, although mm. Kim's fighting fit by the sound of it. He's fighting fat. Loving life. That's what he's Loving doing. Life. He's a big old podgy porker. <laughs> his old Kim Jong-un. While all his people are all starving, malnourished. Are they? You know the average height's like four foot ten? That's because they don't... They don't get to eat anything. They don't have any refined sugar. That's the issue. <laughs> well, no. It's all about what? refined sugar, Rob. That won't make them taller does that's why that's why all the millennials are over six foot tall now because they're all no, under they're sugar. not where do you get this one from books rob you spent books you <laughs> you don't read 50 shades of gray no no it's got nothing about refined from sugar in there books this is interesting because it happened after the olympics this did happen korean men are asked to withdraw triple gold from Ann san for being a short-haired feminist what? Several people, men, have called for the withdrawal of the three gold medals that the South Korean Ann San has achieved in archery because they considered her to be a short-haired feminist. I don't understand. Okay. What, what, is, how, how, what is her hair length? Why is that relevant? Well, it does to the South Koreans, apparently. Some men have demanded from the Korean Archery Association to annul the three gold medals with a hard macho attack against the 20-year-old athlete who managed to reach several Olympic records. The despicable comments against Ann Sam were produced in a forum without hesitation to charge her. The criticisms were all based on reproaching her that she had short hair and goes to an all-female college. Okay. She has short hair. She goes to an exclusive university for women, uses slang that hates men, wears badges commemorating the Seoul Ferry incident, and is a fan of the South Korean girl group Mamamoo. So hang on a sec. This is on a discussion forum, like on a website discussion forum someone's written this. This is South Korea, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Saying. I know that. I know it's South Korea, but it's just something someone, a comment on a on this a is forum. A forum. A forum. Not, where not, not, lots of men have ganged up against this and San demanding that the Korean Archery Association, National Sport Korea, take back. Are, are, they, are they noted archers or from the archery community, I, or is it just some morons? It just says some people, several some, people, several people, several people. It says. Uh, so, so and the, in, in a later paragraph, it says some men. How is this, some comments on social media, which can be from any old muppet, could be some guy this has who's, happened, who's just climbed out of a rubbish bin and he's rolling around alcoholic drunk and he's a moron and he just happens to get together 10 cents to go to the internet cafe jumps on the forum just goes down with the short-haired feminists and shooter and archeria and that's that's how that comment got on and now it's news, it's news this is what men think about it's news korean well, news in fact, the North Koreans are paying huge attention to this and they're going to start abusing their short-haired but women. But social media comments can be made by any Muppet. Any, it doesn't mean it's a representative of a trend. It happened, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not denying it happened, me. I'm not denying it happened. This, it's, it's happened, Rob. It's just happened. That's all I can say oh, is, God. look, if I found it as reportable news, then clearly it's made the news <laughs> it's in made the Korea. News. Well, look... Next time there's like a, a big porky athlete or something like that, a guy. A guy, yeah. A big yeah. podgy one. Yep. Let's see how many comments there are about how fat he is. Okay. And, and then we'll see, uh, we'll make some 
comments about, although they're probably all men would say that, wouldn't they? Generally, because we like to have a laugh at each other. We do every now and yeah. again. Yeah. We do. Um, Bruce Springsteen's daughter, Jessica. Ah, uh, she didn't make it. Silver medal she won. Oh, silver. Oh, but I... In the team. Ah, uh, the team, environment. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations, Jessica Springsteen. Almost the boss. Pseudo boss. Who's the uh, boss? Who's the boss? You ain't the boss. Tony Danza. Was he the boss, was he? He was in the... He was Charles in who's Charge? The boss? No, that's Scott Bayer. Oh, was he? Yeah, I always yeah. get those two confused. Tony Jones, well, obviously they're alone. Yeah. Um, Johnny loves Chachi. I'm just reading this report because uh, days, some actually. of the... Um, what? This, this report is all <laughs> over the shop about Bruce Springsteen's daughter. Will yeah. You? Bruce Springsteen and his wife, Patty Skialfa, couldn't be there in person due to, due to coronavirus restrictions, but Jessica told the press, I FaceTimed them really quick. They were all screaming... I don't think we understood anything. Okay. What a proud day for New Jersey slash Team USA. Mm. See, the thing is, if Bruce Springsteen turned up to watch the horse riding, no one's going to want to watch the horse riding anymore. Everyone's just going to say, come on, Bruce. Yeah. Get guitar out. Get on stage. We're all here. There's a crowd. <laughs> it's your time. Forget about this. Glory days! Forget about these horse riders. He would sell out Tokyo, wouldn't he? Uh, uh, like that. Like that. Yeah. He'd sell well, out with sure, sure, the actually. bees and AK-648. Yeah. All those top Japanese bands. I'll go see the boss. Seen him. Oh. Saw him at Hanging Rock. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, heard it was a ripper. It was a ripper. Yeah. Yeah. He plays for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I've heard he that too. He plays for a long time. <laughs> three hours. It, three hours plus it was, yeah. Mm. Uh, man's genius attempt to match with Olympic athletes in Tokyo on Tinder. Who says romance is dead? One man's effort to connect with elite athletes performing at the Tokyo Olympics using a special Tinder feature left people in stitches. Well, I've read the report, mate. Was I didn't get left in stitches. Um, apparently, there's a feature on Tinder called the Tinder Passport, right. which you pay extra for. Okay. And you can change your location. And he changed his location to the Olympic Village to find out who was uh, oh. who he was going to match with. You can change your location? Apparently, yeah. Oh, so it must be to do with, like, if you're going... Going somewhere you can get get free book pre book yeah that's cunning but yes certainly can be abused and manipulated as we're about to find out I yeah think. well yeah. Uh, he uh, comedian Reed Kavner shared his attempt to find love using Tinder passport um so he uh, changed his location to the Olympic Village he says I was on the swim team until I was twelve so we will have that in common and his ploy worked very well as he swiped right on a number of women including athlete Catherine Savard who commented on his video who oh who commented on his video not okay. who commented on his video with some no, context or anything just, just who commented. commented on his video okay a 28 year old is set to swim for canada at the <laughs> tokyo olympics which will mark her third time competing at the games eh uh people left in stitches at kevner's attempt as one joked work smart not hard while another had it genius pure genius once they see Reed Kevin in the middle of swiping through the world's greatest athletes, they'll be sure to fall in love. Mm. Bro, smarter than Elon Musk. Even the official Tinder account on TikTok got involved. They responded, you're not in the Olympics, but you're winning the game. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, in 2016, facts of life, Rob, yeah. Tinder said they saw a 64% increase in daily active users in Rio while the Olympics was on. So there is the fact of life. Didn't you say uh, Shane Warne tried Tinder or something? Did I? Yeah. Probably did. You said someone pretty famous tried it. Oh, no, I know who it was. Uh, Ben Affleck. That wasn't me. No, that wasn't Are you. you that was just another that radio was on someone show, else. Yeah? No, 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 no. That was on just I read it somewhere. Good. Ben Affleck went on Tinder to try it. Some some girl matched with him, but yeah. she just said, "Oh, this is obviously fake." Obviously. And deleted it, and right. it, and it wasn't. Oh. And so she did. She could have gone. Turned down she Affleck. Turned down Affleck. 
<laughs> and now he's back with Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez? Jenny from the block. Right. She's still Jenny from the block, beef. Is she? Don't be fooled by the crops that she's got. Right. Yeah, okay. that's what she said. Olympic coach kicked out again for punching a horse. Oh, I heard about that. Germany's yeah. coach of the modern pentathlon. Punched a horse. You can't punch the horse. Can't punch a horse, Rob. Well, I think he. I think the horse performed poorly. Very poorly. Yeah. Didn't want to jump. Yeah. But allegedly... I don't think a punch would help. He punched it in the ass as well. <laughs> Didn't or, punch, it didn't punch it in the oh, head. Oh, in the thigh. In the buttock. Okay. The big rump That's not so area. bad. I mean, this is like, uh, uh, you, you shouldn't punch anything really, but no. if, if you're going to punch, because someone like a dead leg, yeah. punch him in the thigh. I mean, a horse's thighs, there's a lot of horse there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of horse there. Yeah. I thought, I'd assume it was a face punch, which looked terrible. Yeah. It would have been terrible. He's um, got, these things weigh like a ton. Half a ton. Schlue convinced Saint Boy to enter the arena to begin the event, but he refused to do several of the required maneuvers. Videos show Schlue repeatedly whipping the horse as she, uh, she grows more frustrated by the situation. Misbehaving horse. Um... In the show jumping, what happened was a few of the horses didn't like one of the fences. What they had done is one of the stanchions that hold up the bar, yeah. they had built a statue of a sumo wrestler, oh. and they reckon the horses got were, freaked out by it. Got freaked out by uh... this big. Buddha style <laughs> sumo wrestler and it was putting them off oh no that's a design flaw design flaw indeed unless the Japanese horses are quite familiar with sumo wrestlers oh yeah and so they just go oh that's just a sumo wrestler nothing to worry about there. there and they just jump over him and get home crowd advantage Home crowd advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Interesting. So you, the Olympic fallout now for you, what are you going to do with your time? Obviously, you're on the dole, same as me. <laughs> um, what have we got? We got, um, I got 20 bucks from sports, remember? And other, but you can, so other ones do the same thing. Other? Yeah, yeah. Online so I, I start available. researching the mega multi. The mega multi. Yeah, yeah. So this will be the weekend that it's, well, it's got to come in. <laughs> English football starts this weekend, so you might put on a few. Fo- Sorry, English football. Maybe I should branch weekend. out from horses. Do like a all over the show. Yeah, yeah do a some massive research. 15, yeah, fifteen legger. You can give me a couple of your faves. Probably golf somewhere in the world. There's Aussie oh, rules and like rugby league. Golf's dodgy. There's Bledisloe Cup this weekend, I think, as well. Well, that's second leg in Auckland. Yeah, so just that's an easy twenty percent. That's a dollar oh five though. Yeah, it might be for the uh, probably not worth it actually if it's only that much. If it's a twenty leg multi, just chuck it in. But a dollar oh five. I don't know. You need a dollar twenty. I think it'll be a dollar twenty. Giant Hail Marys. to be fair to Australia, in the last 20 minutes, they did all right. They did. Just the first hour was a problem. <laughs> yeah, and piddle off the middle a bit, probably. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So, uh, yeah, so the Premier League starts this weekend. Well, that's a gamble first round of the whole it year, is. though. Don't bet on the first weekend of the season. No. You never know what happens. So why did you mention that? I'm bit? just saying it. Oh, because it's a sports show. It's, it's not just about me and my multi. Yeah, you know it's saying? not just There's about other things. you and your multi. There is other wow, things. Wow, I mean, I beg to differ. Uh, okay I, then. Yeah, yeah, I um, think I... So in regards to that, so you've got a bit of time to play golf. I'm assuming lockdown. Permitting. Yeah, well, actually, I tell you what, oh, I, yeah. the, okay. I I didn't even know this lockdown was coming, but okay. I bolted out and managed to smash around 18 holes. I started at three o'clock. When? Last Thursday. Before, oh, okay. Before the, before the lockdown. Oh, okay, right. I didn't realise that. Smash around 18 holes at a record time. Yeah. And were you the only one on the course? It was... Uh, and you were wondering, where is everyone? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, oh, oh. Oh. Look, like... I mean, I'm playing in the mud. I played the last two holes in the dark. Actually, I was out last Thursday. It was wet. Right. It yeah, rained. it was a bit of rain around. Yeah, so yeah. The course is boggy as all hell. The green are just being caught so they're a shambles yeah. 
And I played the last two holes uh, literally in the dark. Literally. Nice. I, I managed to birdie the 18th in the dark. So anyway, I shot 83. That's not bad. And I three-putted at least six greens. <laughs> right. Because of the coring. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was a good... My driving was fantastic. Never have I been so straight consistently off the tee. It's right there. You're ready. You're ready it's to right. rock. It's coming back. Australian Open. 20, and now I'm locked down again, you see. And th- this is two weeks after I was ready to quit golf forever. <laughs> Because I got the shanks and I couldn't hit the ball. Uh, but I did my little drill and I yeah. fixed it. Belt buckle, follow the ball, Rob. Belt buckle, follow no, the ball. wasn't it. Just a little quarter swing, seven irons, okay. out to a half, right. three quarters, full swings. Just get the feel. Get the so feel back. Just beef. get the feel, people. Get the feel. That's it. we got to thank Jack Link's Beef Jerky, the best beef jerky on the planet. So if you are in lockdown, wherever you are on the planet, just order Jack Link's Beef Jerky because you're going to need it. Premier League starts this weekend. Bledisloe Cup's on. England versus India. Second test got washed out the last day. Ended in a draw. That was shaping up to be an interesting last day as well. Australia Um, had a great series against the Bangers. Oh, we haven't even brought that up, have we? (laughs) Out for 62 last game. What a what a I pace shouldn't thing. laugh, but losing four one to Bangladesh is pretty embarrassing. Well, they, I mean, but they're not they're pretty good Bangladesh these days. So the shorter formats, certainly yeah. on their home turf. You shouldn't lose in, four in 20, one, four, should you? Well, You're yeah. Australia. It's your yeah. national sport. Yeah, Bangladesh. They've only just started playing a couple of weeks ago. Oh come on! Best all round in world cricket. They're getting better and better. They are. In yeah. fact, they're a threat to. Zimbabwe yeah. and Australia. Yeah. In fact, not, not Wales though, because Wales don't play. Not yet. In fact, Fox Sports put up a thing about England's batting because they got bowled out for yeah. 170 in the first mm. first inning. And at the time, Australia were getting flogged two 0 by Bangladesh in 2020s, and they're taking the buddy Mickey out of England's batting. Oh, Have a look at your backyard, people. Turning a blind eye, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't on TV. They forgot about it. They forgot about it. So you yeah. got under the carpet. Anyway, so there's loads of sport this weekend. The Olympics isn't on, but there are lots of other substitute sports available loads. to watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a so massive get, multi together, people. Get your, We'll uh, update that. It's a, we're going to go with 20-legger. It's a dollar on 20-legger, 5,000 to 1. Uh, so get your Jack Link's beef <laughs> you jerky, couldn't people. This. I think you should live blog it on our Facebook page. How it goes. When things come in. Whack out all your oh, I don't want to have a first oh. leg. I just got fall to pieces. Yeah, God. It's entertainment, Rob. Oh. It's ent- you can write that off against tax. Um, oh, sorry. Write not, it off against tax. You're not earning. What? <laughs> it's entertainment, when Rob. When have I written off anything yeah, against tax? That's I very don't true. Remember. Yeah, yes. Common tax return. Anyway, get your Jack Link's beef jerky. It's the best beef jerky on a planet. Just in case you're following Musk, Branson, or Bezos, yep, they will be eating Jack Link's beef jerky in the very, very near future. Good food of astronauts, people. It's the food of astronauts. This well, has well, been well over time. Dude. I know this has been episode 210 of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. 365 days of sport. See you next week. <laughs>